Hey guys, it's Cameron backstage at the UCB, and I just wanted to let you know if you live in Atlanta, I'll be at the Laughing Skull this Thursday, April 3rd until Sunday, April 6th. I know, Game of Thrones premieres on Sunday, April 6th, but come and join me at the show, and we'll watch Game of Thrones together. Tickets available at LaughingSkullLounge.com. Put your hands together. 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 What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming out to the ECB. Put your hands together. Please stop your cell phone. Please put your hands together for your house. Put your hands together. Oh, keep it going for you guys. Let's hear it for you. Let's hear it for you. And, um... This is Put Your Hands Together. We're here every Tuesday night at the UCB Theater. And we've got great comics in the back. Let's hear it for the... They can hear you. Let's make noise for them. What's up? And I'm your host, Cameron Esposito. And yeah, my tie's a little bit too long. It's a new tie. I got it this week. I put it on. Didn't look in a full-length mirror. I got here. Whoops. It's not It's not because it's ill-tied. I know there's somebody like, oh, she probably doesn't know how to tie. I can't even find the other... It's not that. I'm a woman. Is the problem. This fucking hip-ass tie thinks I'm six, six and a half feet tall. But I didn't. So what a shame. You know, I'm still trying to decide. It was, it's a recent $20 investment. And I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, I'm going to really suss it out if there's a particularly good audience member, you know, that I feel like really needs a tie. I'll go ahead and give it to you. If I feel like, oh, you know what? Try again. Maybe you'll grow. <laughs> I mean, I'm only, th- I'm only 32. Are you waving at your friend? Yes. Uh, they're, they're right over here. Yeah, they're right there. And there's one chair, so one of you is fucked. <laughs> friendly person scooted over what a, hey let's hear for that are you with the group or are you just like no you're just like kind but then look at what she did she was like forget it anyway and are those your friends or are you or are those your friends in the back what's going on who cares oh those are that's you're with her you don't know them yeah forget it glad we established that i like to make sure who doesn't know each other who doesn't know each other in the audience clap okay that's a lot of people yeah Says so that's cool because we're gonna experience something together, you know, even as strangers. I was uh, walking through Griffith Park today and I saw an 18-month-old hiking uh, <laughs> up a rock wall. I saw, a, I saw. Here's what was happening. There was a dad at the top of the. Okay, there is. It was a gentle hike. It was a low grade. It was a gentle hike. There was also a way where you could just go directly up the face of a mountain. If you were like, I don't know, on a cliff bar. <laughs> but uh like nobody I do this I do this little particular walk a lot. Like nobody scales that mountain face. Except for people who are uh, wearing speakers on their backpacks. You know the fucking type. <laughs> um but there was a dad at the top going like, get up here! And then there was a baby in the middle. <laughs> And then there was a mom at the bottom being like, you can do it. And the mom was holding sticks from the earth. 
<laughs> Which I'm trying to explain to you, let's say the baby falls because, oh, I don't know, it's less than two. She has sticks in her hand. So, so I mean, I don't know if you, like, if you can even just imagine that, the kind of marshmallow situation I'm talking about <laughs> happening. I want to say to the bir- the, I want to say to the baby, if you if you fall, fall eyes first. Just to you know, just to really mess with your parents, because they were always like, don't run with sticks, but then they were statically holding a stick, and then you fell on that. Because they shouldn't have taken you rock climbing because you were a baby. I think that's why it's tough to live in the world. Situations like that, because we have to be in the world with each other, and some of us are stupid. I'm not, I am, yeah, thank you, that, it's just, your stupidity affects me, like, not not that, not that much, that, not that one so much, like, I mean, honestly, I felt like I did as much as I could just by staring at them and shaking my head, (laughs) because I don't know what you're supposed to do in that situation, I don't know if you're supposed to be like, um, I don't know why you had this kid, like, I feel like that's... (laughs) Maybe where you start. Um, was this an accident? Or are you... Oh, it's an accident. You're creating an accident to kind of equal out the accident? I get it. Two accidents, zero baby. Um, <laughs> but then there's other times people are stupid and it does affect you. So I don't, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're supposed to, usually like if it, if it was like a, if the baby was already on the ground, I would call 911. That's my, I'm, I'm, I'm that kind of person. I am, I do call 911 for babies. Um, but like I was in a park, I was walking through a parking lot uh, to go to a grocery store. There's no other way you could walk. It wasn't like there was a sidewalk in the middle of the parking lot and woo, I don't give a fuck and I'm just walking in the lot. No, like, the, there's, there's no... That's how you get in there. You walk through the parking lot. And a uh, person started reversing uh, while I was behind their car. And I said, oh, hey! And they said, I see you! <laughs> Which is tough to take to heart when that person was just about to hit you. Wait, because I was giving you the benefit of the doubt that you just weren't looking. And, but instead, you're just an idiot. <laughs> Because you saw me, and you're like, well, she'll either get out of the way, or my insurance will go up. <laughs> like, why are you, why, and it's, and we have to, and we have to live with each other, and I am responsible. I am, I try so fucking hard to be responsible, but I'm also like, I'm also like, maybe so responsible, I'm easily annoyed. I don't know if there's anybody here like that, like, I, I like try to keep it kind of quiet in my apartment. I try to like not hit people with my car. <laughs> Today there was a, a guy who parked in my driveway so that he could jump a car that was parked in front of my house. And he pulled in my driveway and um, his stereo, what, listen, remember when we all went through that earthquake and we were like, is that a stereo? The opposite of that. <laughs> Hysteria was so loud. And at first I was like, what's going on? And then I was like, are we being invaded? And then I just, I went and I looked and I saw that there was somebody who was jumping their friend's car who's just like, idle way of leaving their car is just like, oh, system up. Like, if I'm jumping this car, you better believe I'm going to use all the power in my battery. And the only way I can do that is to have the music on all the way, as you guys know. Um, You know what I did? I went out there and I said... Oh, I have a 
uh, baby sleeping. <laughs> and that is how you fucking use a baby. I don't have a baby. If I did, I would not put that baby on a rock wall. I would certainly tell people to shut the fuck up. In fact, I'll do that now until I have one. It's going to take a minute anyway. I got to save up to buy that baby. You guys have been great right up top. You guys have been wonderful. I've been great. You can clap for me if you want to. stuff really on point got to a lot of the heart of the issue I felt some people said yeah I heard some people you know you just kind of agree with what I put out a feeling and you guys were like oh my god you know she speaks to our truth but she would, is that even written no that was I just I came out I had some ideas yeah I had some, I had a, a you know a general I didn't know where that was gonna go you know but I feel like it really paid off for for me you know in my life like later when I go home I will uh, sleep you know, very well. <laughs> oh, shall we keep the show rolling? <laughs> oh, yes, this first comic, it is his first time on the show. Now, whenever it's somebody's first time on Put Your Hands Together, we know we go nuts for them. He's an L.A. comic, one of my favorites. You guys are going to love him. Let's hear right now for Eric Dodorian, guys. Give it up for Eric, come on! How about Cameron, everybody? How about Cameron? This is she terrific. Ajante and greetings. Good evening. Wonderful. Oh my God. Hi. Hi. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Hi. Uh, okay. I'm calm now. I uh, emotionally. Oh, my nipples are already hard. That is ridiculous. What are we like? Thirty seconds in. Oh my word. Um, what's everyone looking at? Oh, oh, it's me. I have to talk now. Okay. Um, am I in my light, by the way? Yes, I am. I can feel it. Um, I, uh, emotionally speaking, am all over the place right now. I'm coming, I'm just getting out of a pretty long-term jihad. I, um... <laughs> So every day is a new day. It's up and down. It's ridiculous. I am balls deep in litigation with... Do you guys, do you guys read Sky Mall Magazine over here? You guys read? Okay, so don't. Suing them for litigation. For litigation. I'm suing them for litigation. I just learned so many words today that it's uh, crazy in my head. Fat, sucky, dumb, fucky baby, and I know all the words. 47 words I know now. 47. This is not gonna. Okay. Too much. <laughs> ah, it is really good, isn't it? Um. So anyway, this Sky Mall magazine will print anything about anyone without even fact-checking or anything, uh, calling me a diva. Ridiculous. Here's the story. Listen up. I, so I get fired a lot from jobs. I had just been... 
just been fired from a pizza place because um, I didn't like my cutting edge ideas. Crusts, crusts only, I said. Nobody listens. Nobody listens, I tell you. So my sister, who's like my best friend, she calls me on the, on the phone. She says, Eric, you're my best friend. I love you. You just got fired again from another pizza place. I'm going to take you on a vacation. You're going to forget about this. We're going to be okay. She said, I'm taking you to Paris. I said, Paris again? If I go to Paris one more time, I'm going to die of boredom. I'm sorry, but Paris is so over. Right? Why don't we go somewhere fun, I said. Why don't we go to Ibiza? Have you ever been to Ibiza? She goes, I don't know what Ibiza is. I go, it's a wonderful little island. Nothing but DJs and scarves over there. Let's go to Ibiza. She goes, fine. We're going to Ibiza. I pack all my scarves. I'm looking fabulous. I'm, f- I'm feeling fabulous. We're boarding the... And as soon as I could tell, right when we were boarding, something was off with this flight. Because you know that little bitty little flight attendant who greets you right when you get on board? He was like... You know when they're too complimentary? You know when they're like, oh my God, I love your shoes. Oh my God, I love your khakis. Oh my God, I love your scarves. I'm like, okay, I get it. And he's doing the double cheek kiss... Also so over. Not chic. (laughs) Halfway through the flight, the same little bitty flight attendant comes over to me and goes, Sir, your fragrance is bothering the other passengers. (laughs) I said, first of all, lower your voice. (laughs) I said, second of all, that is my essence not my fragrance. And if my sister gets me heat by Beyonce as an early firing present, of course I'm going to fucking spray it everywhere. At this point, I turn to my sister, who's like my best friend, and I say, I love to make her laugh. I say, this is why I only take Greyhound everywhere. She is Dying. She's literally dying of laughter, rolling over on the floor. The little bitty flight attendant hears this and goes, Sir, there's no need to be a diva about this. I said, Diva? Do you even... I said, do you even know who I am? I said, did you know that I was called titties on my JV high school basketball team? My coach called me titties. Do you even know anything about me? My sister is so offended, she faints again. So I'm fanning my sister. She's like my best friend. I want her to wake up, and I'm fighting off the flight attendant with the other hand. I I told myself I might be ready to talk about this. I don't know if I am. This is so... Needless to say, we didn't make it to Ibiza. We... They dropped us off halfway in Detroit. (laughs) And I... And Detroit is back, Jack. It is wonderful over there. Have you guys been? Working for a wonderful little grassroots organization there called uh, Please Oprah Buy Detroit. (laughs) All we do is try to get Oprah to buy Detroit. 
And we're making some headway. We're making some headway. It's really nice. Um, so that's my stupid made-up story. That's not real at all. Uh, I have a couple of impressions for you. I'd love to do a couple of impressions for you. This first one, you guys look like a wonderful brunch crowd. Yeah, brunch crowd. Uh, this is my impression of Eggs Benedict. It's a little depressed. This is depressed Eggs Benedict. Oh, I'm just trying to make it through the Holland days, and it's so hard. <laughs> this next impression is... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This next impression is of the Queen of England, and she's having an orgasm. It's the Queen of England having an orgasm. Nearly there. Nearly there. Nearly there. Thank you! It's the Queen of England. My name is Eric Dorian. Good night. Thank you very much. Cameron Esposito, everybody. some fucking amazing laughers. Did you guys catch some of that shit? I was back there so I couldn't see, I, don't, I couldn't like isolate who it was, but there's a lot of strong contenders for Best of the Bunch tonight. Like a lot of like, and then like just two, like just, and it doesn't even appear to be on the same side of the room. It just feels like equally dispersed. Just like a, just a, just, it's as if you've never left your houses. And had a funny experience. And I don't want you to hold that in. That's, I, oh, that is the beating heart of this city. I don't know what I'm talking about. But uh, I love it. You guys are doing great. Just keep that throughout the show. If anybody else, you know, is just has been suppressing what their natural laugh is. I don't want you to go overboard and fake it. You know what I mean? But if there's anybody else who's like, oh, I have a titter. You know, my natural is like, <laughs> you're like that's what you're working with. And all this time you've been so, you know, you've been like, oh, God, I'm at the arc light. I can't laugh like that. You know, that's what your experience is. This isn't the fucking art like. You know what I mean? Art, art like? Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Uh, hey, um, this next comic, love her on the show. She's been on before. Fucking murdered our faces, and that was tough. We had to get some CSI in here, um, but we did trace it to her set specifically. <laughs> through uh, vocal fingerprinting and uh, she was very funny and so you're going to really like her now. Uh, let's hear right now for Jamie Lee, guys. Give it up for Jamie. Come on. Oh yeah, what are you prepping for? Um, this, is already, this is already uh, recording, so yay. Yes. Oh um, yeah, for Pete's show. For and, Pete Holmes' show. Yes, which is which you write on. Which I write on, yeah. And when are, do you know when this set is going to go? It's going to air gonna, um, tape April it? 17th. I'm taping it tomorrow. Okay, which great. Is, mm, what's tomorrow? I April 2nd? Yes, it is. Oh, because it's April Fool's Day. Oh, yes. It, but I'm it not, really but is. I'm not joking. I'm really taping yeah, on April. That was my attempt. What a silly fool. <laughs> just, like a, just like a just really kidding. serious like, career yeah, achievement. I'm not taping on April 2nd. Um, I'm taping on the third, so it'll air on April seventeenth. April April seventeenth, Thursday, April seventeenth. Yeah. How are you feeling about? I mean, obviously, different to tape something where you already are like in your yes. comfort zone. I'm sure that's a nice. You know, it's funny you say that. I really thought I would be like so relaxed about it, but I actually am more nervous. I think anytime, like even tonight, I'm like, oh, you have like I got 
I consider you a friend. I have, like, friends here where I'm like, oh, cool, I'm happy to see them, but I'm not happy that they're watching my stand-up. Well... I get real anxious I mean, when friends are around. do we care about more than other comics? And no, then, you do. Especially, like, comics that we consider respect. ourselves friendly with and, and respect. respect. And yeah. so, yeah, I'm sure... Actually, I didn't even think of that. Fucking, of course crazy. that's true. Yeah, and it's weird because I think some people would have the opposite reaction. I think they'd be like, oh, this is my home territory. But instead, I'm yeah. like, yeah, but it's never, you never really fully have a home territory. Like, you're always that's in right. that phase of, like, pr- I guess, proving yourself. Or maybe that's just in my head. No, it's I don't think that's... in my head. Well, I mean, why would we keep doing this job if we right. didn't think that we had to constantly yeah. prove ourselves? It's, like, part of the fun, right? It's it just is. like It is. Yeah, there's definitely fun... There's sort of that, like, shitty fun... Yeah. ...where it's, like, it, it does keep you on your toes, but then it's, like, the feeling of being kept on your toes sometimes... Is it just exhausting? feels like anxiety. <laughs> yeah. So there's that fine line of, oh. like, is this anxiety or am I just, like, pumped up? I can't tell. So what time is this tomorrow that you're taping? It at 5. You want to come? Um, you could totally come. Honestly, I might be able to. Oh, please. I would love it. Uh, you should also just come to a taping in general. Yes, really I should. Fun. They're but really, also, really fun. I think I might be able to. Oh, my tomorrow. God, I would love it. But, um, I'll put you on the list. Thank you. And yeah. separately, I just really... It's going to be great. Oh, thank you. And I understand what you mean, but the other the other side that you're not realizing yeah. is that like all those people are in your corner and they want you to succeed. I know I it doesn't know. feel like that because I'm a fucking comic. I get it. Like... Yeah, that's how I feel the same. Right, of course. It's like weird. I mean, you guys stand on the side, the, the other performers. Right, and like I totally, you can because it's so dark here. You can see people's teeth oh, if God. they're like smiling or yes. laughing at you. Yes, and you of course are like want to look of over course. there at the comics and just like is anybody over there liking this? Yes. You know, but it's just a silly thing. I, I kind of hope it never goes away. Yeah, I mean, I think when your friends are around, the funny thing is that I don't watch other people like that. Like I actually really root for people. Like I'm not just saying that to be like I'm such a miser. But, yeah. Like, I really do, because there's just nothing worse than seeing a comic not do well. It almost is like a selfish thing where I'm like, please do well so I don't have to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I just, I want everyone to do well. Unless you see somebody bomb hard and comfortably. Yes. That is like, it's like music. Oh yeah, Where you just like are in there and watching, just going like, I'm so glad you're holding it together through this. I'm proud of you. Yeah, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. And also not like, not like selling themselves out, just like strong and bombing. The best, yeah, the best bombs you can watch are the people who are so arrogant that they don't care that they're bombing. Absolutely. just like, what the fuck is your problem yeah. like how do you live with yourself yeah. it's amazing it's amazing just, yeah it's like a social experiment it is it's a social like, experiment wanna, you just want to like get inside their brain and like be like what is it what's like, going on with your, what's it like with your life to fail and not care about failing yeah like what it like i please can i be, can they i switch care. brains with you i know yeah, they I they they do but it's a whole lot they do a real good job of that <laughs> guests of the show tonight not only eric who did a great job earlier but this next fella also so we're gonna we're gonna go nuts for him as well nailed it <laughs> let's do right now for rob o'reilly guys give it up for rob oh my god thank you so much thank you so much good to be here i grew up uh, very catholic Anyone else have drinking problems? Um, I, uh, I didn't even masturbate till I was 17, because I thought I was going to go to hell, even though I was in Ohio not masturbating. So, already there, really. And I finally gave in, because I was watching MTV, and I saw a music video for Aaliyah. 
Yeah, don't remember. If at first you don't succeed, dust yourself off and try. She was looking good. And, uh... <laughs> I had, I, I, no one told me what masturbation was, but I had figured it out because at school I saw a kid be like, yeah, bullshit. And I was like, maybe there's a dick in there. And it was. And so I did it for the very first time, and a week later, Aaliyah died in a plane crash. And I felt responsible. It's like, I killed the princess of R&B. I killed her. And for weeks, I thought I had some weird superpower. I was like, the kid who bullies me. The principal. Racism. You know. I did get Osama Bin Laden. So. It's not easy to come to the idea of a terrorist, but uh, I'm a patriot. So... Changed my appearance recently. I uh, used to wear glasses, and I think the best thing about not wearing glasses is there's no longer a weird moment where a girl goes to give me a blowjob, and so I put my glasses back on to see it. <laughs> Half the fun is the visual. You want to see a blowjob, but I can only imagine how creepy it must seem to a girl. <laughs> she looks up for me a blowjob and just sees you slowly putting on. <laughs> Don't stop. Papa likes to watch. <laughs> the only thing that would be weirder now is if she looked up and I was putting contacts in. <laughs> All done. <laughs> Let Papa touch his eyeball. <laughs> I met, uh, I have a girlfriend now. We met on uh, OkCupid. I learned a lot of, about girls um, from OkCupid. I learned that um, one of the six things that women can't live without is chapstick. Um, which is a crazy thing to say. <laughs> I also learned that uh, they always say, message me if you have a British accent. And I think it's great that girls don't realize there's more than one type of British accent and that they're not all attractive. <laughs> I think every girl's pictures that the guy's you know, going to be that sexy British that lazy in show and be like, oh, hello there, love, yeah? Oh, Karen, yeah? The one likes chapstick. Uh, but... I love to imagine that girl's been talking to a guy online. She's all excited. Oh, he's got a British accent. And then he finally shows up. Hello, hello, huh? Eh? That's very Nigel, yeah? Oh. First dates, huh? Oh. Oh. I don't get a lot of fucking dates myself. I don't know why. But why do you want my chimney, sweet? Yeah. Sweet chimneys. I'm sweet your, your chimney, if you know what I mean. Oh, you're a therapist. You kind of go inside people's head and you drill out and they're like, oh, it's nice about my father. Um... I, uh, it's a silly joke. I like, um, I like to make puns. Well, no, let me tell this one first. I, uh, uh, I met this guy who delivers babies for a living, and uh, I asked what's the funniest thing that's ever happened to you, and he, and he couldn't think of anything for a while. And uh, finally, he, about 15 minutes later, gave me the greatest story I've ever heard in my life. He's like, this one time this lady seemed like she was ready to deliver. So I go in to check the cervix and see that it's dilated. It should be dilated when she's ready. But instead, it's very tight. He's poking in there. It's very tight. And he's like, that's weird. So he goes back hours again, uh, hours later. Again, it, instead of being dilated, her cervix is very tight. Again and again, he does this. Eventually, realizes that she is fully dilated and has been the whole time. It's just that the baby's butt is stuck <laughs> in the opening. <laughs> 
So like four hours, this guy had been fingering a baby's butt. <laughs> I was like, how's that not the first thing you thought of? That's amazing. Even the kid remembers that. Like, <laughs> he's getting a prostate exam. He's like, I have the weirdest feeling of deja vu. <laughs> um, I love making puns, and people don't really appreciate puns, which kind of annoys me. Like, I was talking to this guy who's a Native American. And he's like, I can't grow facial hair because I'm Native American. I'm like, I guess if you tried to grow facial hair, it'd be a patchy beard. <laughs> okay, fuck you guys. That was amazing. I said it off the top of my head. Patchy. It's pretty much the perfect thing I could have said. And he didn't laugh at all. He's like, I'm Cherokee. I was like, it was a joke, and it was awesome. Go ahead and use it. It's yours. I have the joke. I don't even care. Use it at party. He's like, I don't want your joke. I'm like, fine. I'm taking it back. Because I'm an Indian giver. Part two. <laughs> part two's even better. I know making Native American buns is a bit of a gamble. Three. <laughs> Somebody might be in here who's Native American, gets offended, runs off crying, leaving a trail of tears. <laughs> yeah. And to that man, I just want to bury the hatchet. Five. I mean, please don't sue me. Spelled S I O U X. No, it's real knee cyber. No cyber knee too hard. You'll end up with a wounded knee. Seven. Okay, some of you need to get into it. Or should I say Inuit? Eight. Because what I'm doing is very brave. Nine. I mean, a joke that just doesn't stop. It's like the little engine that could. Ten. It's over here, then it's over here, then it's over here. It's like a maze. Eleven. <laughs> Sorry, was that too corny? Eleven B. There's... I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, how? Twelve. <laughs> Can't stop. I'll be honest, I must not even do that joke tonight. I was having reservations. Thirteen. I'm Rob O'Reilly. Have a good night. Thank you. Reservations right at the end, you know? Fake out. Rob O'Reilly, guys. Let's hear it for Rob O'Reilly one more time. You guys thought he was done, but there was just one more coming. So great. Cool Pegasus shirt. That seems like it's a band thing I don't understand. I'm sorry. Or No, it's just you just wore, Yeah, okay, sorry. I didn't mean to. Yeah, no, it's... Yeah, it seems... Okay, cool. Um... <laughs> I think we really got through that. There you are. Who the fuck are you? Where are you? It's you. It's you. It's me. It's you. What's up with your life? How are are you? Hey, how are you? Are you having a great night? Because I mean, I can tell up from up here that you're having a fucking time of your life, and I'm so happy about it. What do you do with your with your? Uh, what do you do for a living? You're a television engineer. What does that mean? Like, uh, I don't know what that means. I uh, cue commercials before air. You cue commercials before air? Like, like they're in like a, like you're in a little, um, and there's lots of screens. You go, that one! Like that? That's me. That's me. Thanks for your service. 
Hey, if you're in the commercial game, you've seen that new Honeygrams commercial, you know what I mean? Where there's like a gay male couple, then there's like a couple that no, plays no, drums. No, sports commercials. We don't air those kind of stuff. What? <laughs> oh, I had you Sorry. so in my heart and then just yeah. smashed it. <laughs> you could totally have lied just then or been like, tell me more about that. But you said, no, no. <laughs> I have two sports commercials. We don't air that kind of stuff. You know what? Fucking wait. You will. Matter of time, baby. I don't care what sport you in. (sighs) Okay. This next comic, uh, just so impressed with her every time I see her perform. What a such a such a great comic, and I'm so glad she's back on the show. Let's hear it right now from Miss Emily Heller, guys. Give it up for Emily. so happy to be here uh i was on my way over here and a friend of mine called me to be like hey did i just see you i was like i I don't know (laughs) where and he was like on broadway i was driving my car down the hill and you were riding your bike up it i was like oh here's a rule for that um if you see somebody riding a bike uphill that's not me just not ever he had said hey was that you sleeping at the back of the bus wearing a shirt that says who farted and the other day I would have been like thanks and thank you for not waking me up yeah that was that was me I I dressed up for you guys tonight um this is my version of that concept Uh, I am normally a little bit more casual than this, if you can believe it. Um, I prefer to dress down. I don't like putting in a lot of effort. It's it's generally easier that way. The only downside I've ever found is I never get to say, allow me to slip into something more comfortable. (laughs) Right? Because I'm always wearing the most comfortable thing possible. The only way for me to say that accurately would be if I was like, allow me to slip into something more comfortable. And then came hopping out in a sleeping bag. It's like, so are we doing this or what? Room for one more. I'm, I'm house-sitting for my sister right now. I learned something new about house-sitting that I didn't know. Did you guys know this? Apparently, when you're house-sitting, you are not supposed to break their stuff. <laughs> I find that bizarre. Um, When she comes back from out of town, it's going to be like one of those games in Highlights Magazine. Because I'm just going to be like, okay, you remember what your apartment looked like before. Can you spot the six differences? I broke five plates and one of the cats is gone. Um, I'm just going to give you the answer key right now. Actually, last time I was house-sitting for her, I did something that I know for sure you're not supposed to do when you're house-sitting, which is I made a sex tape in the apartment. (laughs) Hear me out. I'm not in it. (laughs) It's It's not what you think. I just made a tape of one of her cats just going at it with one of her winter boots. I didn't even have to direct him. He was just doing it every night for a half hour 
while maintaining eye contact with me. That was nice. Here's what I find most disturbing about that, aside from the fact that I am an adult and I filmed it. She also has a girl cat. Right? He has options. How ugly must that girl cat feel that every night he's like, listen, I know that you are literally the only other cat I have ever seen. Still think I'm going with the boot. Yeah. And okay, I know this is inappropriate for me to say as a human, but her girl cat is a 10. Okay, her boy cat may be a four. They're a classic LA couple. It really should work. I love living in LA. My favorite radio station here is K Day. You guys like K-Day? They play a lot of uh, 90s hip-hop, which, as you can tell by looking at me, I love, I love hip-hop. One small thing, though, I am a woman, and sometimes they talk about me like I can't hear them. Uh, But I don't want to stop listening, so instead I've just been willfully misconstruing what the songs are about. I just, like, pretend they're about something completely different. Like when Juvenile's like... Uh, girl, you look good. Why don't you back that thing up? I'm like, he's probably talking about her hard drive. (laughs) She should back that up. She's got a lot of important work files on there. He doesn't want her to lose them because he respects her career. (laughs) Good reminder, juvenile. When Snoop's like, bitches ain't shit, I'm like, you're right, they're not. They're valuable members of society. going to take that double negative, turn it into a double positive. Thank you very much. I got hoes in different area codes. My gardening business is taking off. We're expanding multiple counties. A lot of people assume I was a nerd uh, when I was younger, which is not true. That's offensive. I was not a nerd. Nerds had other people to play Dungeons and Dragons with. I was a weirdo. We're our own thing. I'll give you an example. When I was 11, my dad made me scrambled eggs for breakfast one morning, and I was like, this is amazing. What's in this? And he said, oregano. So naturally, I took a small tub of oregano, and I taped a string to it, and I wore it as a necklace every day to school for three months. And because I'm from San Francisco, my parents just... Let me do that. Just like, go on out into the world like that. Be free, follow your heart. I was like, this is cool, right? I'm the oregano girl now. You all better pick a spice because oregano is spoken for. I think what I'm trying to say is it took me a really long time to lose my virginity. I, uh, I'm single now at this point in my set. That's not supposed to be like a twist. Um, I, I, I really like being single. The only thing I don't like about it is people say really weird stuff to you when you're single for a long time. At least if you're a woman and you're single for a long time. I think if you're a man, they just talk to you like you're a person. Um, <laughs> but when you're a woman and you're single for a long time, people say really weird stuff. They say stuff like, uh, aren't you afraid? 
and they were like, aren't you afraid of dying alone? Which is uh, jumping ahead a few years, I think. Uh, but I answer honestly, I say yes, I am afraid of dying alone uh, because I fear death no matter the circumstance. That's just how I roll. I'm afraid of dying alone. I'm also afraid of dying in a gangbang. It's not the alone part that's freaking me out. At least if I die alone, I'm not ruining a party. Right? I don't want that to be my legacy. Besides, you guys, I'm not going to die alone. There are going to be so many cats there. Uh, you guys have been wonderful. I'm Emily Heller. Thank you so much. Emily Heller, guys, let's hear for Emily. And now it's time for the show when I bring out my co-host. Let's hear it out for Rhea Butcher. Coming on out. Now, Rhea not only does some, does some chats up here, she's also a co-producer on the, on the show. So's uh, Ryan McMenamin up in the booth. This is our team. Clap it up for that guy. And this guy. And this guy. These are the guys that do it. Um, how are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. This has been a great show so far. It's a great show. God. I mean, I just feel like I'm sweating through my everything. You know through what I mean? Sweating right out of my phone. Like Ten that. layers of denim? Well, yeah, I'm super <laughs> overheated. I'm wearing too much stuff. That's yeah. for sure. Look at you in your cash tee. Cash t-shirt. Oh. It's like I was just working on a car underneath it. Yeah. <laughs> Rolled out. Came out here to talk to you guys. Yeah, you look great. Um, <laughs> feel great. So just to get it you know, out of the way right up top, we are uh, fiancés. We live together. Um, for sure. So those are... That, you know. And um, we, 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 what happened the other night? Oh, we were uh, hanging out together. Yep. In our home. We were. We were perhaps under the influence Oh, we smoked um, weed. Yeah. <laughs> I got a weed cart, is what happened. Uh, oh, I didn't even know if you were going to talk about that. Yeah, well, whatever. You're going talking it? about it? She's you got a weed cart. Legal, yeah. you know. I went for it for the weed cart. I have to tell you, that whole experience turned me into the, like, 12-year-old girl that started smoking weed at 12 years old and was like, God, I wish I could just go into a store and buy I, this weed. I love that that's what made you feel like a 12-year-old I felt girl. like I was 12 <laughs> Like, for me, it'd be like, the little mermaid's on. You're like, I walked into a store. There was tons of weed. You're a tough kid. It's like being a kid again. <laughs> what is this, my youth? Yeah, pretty much. We had different childhoods Very in some ways. Childhoods, yeah. yeah, I mean, you're cooler than me in a yeah. lot of, you know, because it's like whenever you start drugs, that's when you're like, you know what I mean? It's that's like when you're scale. cool. You just, that just, you just live if with that scale. If you are seven years old and you start doing drugs. Fucking cool. You're fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. You can't. You're super cool. What are you, the Marlboro man? You know what I mean? Just cool. I mean, honestly, if you saw a seven-year-old with a bong, wouldn't you be like, that's a pretty cool kid? You'd be like, how'd that kid get over top that? You know what I mean? Because of height. Heights. <laughs> they're real stretchy, and it's surprising how strong their forearms are when they're that young. Gotta tilt it, but they got stuff it. in there. I don't know. I've actually never been... smoked out of a bong. Literally yeah. never. I don't know how to do it. I've you. seen it in movies. Like, can't hardly wait. <laughs> <laughs> Two people super into that. Really? I thought there was a witch in our house last night. That's how much weed we've been smoking. <laughs> bed and I had to go to the bathroom. I was like, I'm gonna open this door and there's gonna be a witch. 
And I that's because the, door. The, the medicine that I bought was called Witch's Brew, so that's probably... I, I, mean, yeah, I, was, I thought it was because maybe uh, that television show ended, what was it called? Meeting Mothers? And then I thought maybe Willow was going back to Sunnydale. That's a really specific reference. At least one person should have been into that, though. That person just waved. They didn't it's even a- laugh. They just said, I get it. It's not funny, but... I'll identify myself. <laughs> it does work for my Venn diagram. <laughs> it's a can't hardly wait. Although there was a witch in our house, she was not there. I just yeah. put NPR in my earbuds and I was like, just listen to the NPR. And then the witch will go away. <laughs> um, but uh, the other night we found a new television station. We found a new television show. It's yeah, like we didn't show know. Now. I had never seen it. We've been missing out. Everybody's talking about it. Just like, I've been binge watching the show. You yeah. guys gotta watch it. And I can't believe we were this behind. Uh, and I think you all should assume by now that we're talking about a little something called... QVC. QVC! <laughs> that is such a good show. It's so good. It, I love how just like one episode goes right into the other one. Yeah! It's like a perfect... It's like there's a, an arc where it's like scarves purse you know like it's a cool thing we were watching qvc and the woman was selling there was a woman she was selling jean purses a jean purse now you might be thinking like oh a denim purse no no that's not what i'm talking about (laughs) this is a purse whose main panels were made out of the butt and crotch of a pair of jeans like just kind of just just isolating this area right here just a crotch there was a purse it was a purse. I know. Don't put your keys in here because I know this looks like a purse. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what else? She's, she kept saying, if you live in denim, you're going to love this bag. If you're bag. living in denim, you're going to love this bag. If you live in denim, you're going to love this bag. I'm like, like you're you c- carrying you a tiny denim, person. You should be spending that money on a house. <laughs> a denim house. <laughs> Got to get out of that denim you're living in. Because it was $600, that purse. $600. It was also the side, the end panels were made out of like leprechaun. Cheetah? Leprechaun? No, I think it was cheetah. (laughs) Cheetah. (laughs) Leopard print. It was was leprechaun. It was, uh, it was, it was. Yeah, leprechaun skin. The skin of Notre Dame students. (laughs) Which is why they were so expensive. It's really expensive. Um, No, uh, yeah. And then also like a faux crocodile around it. So just, you know. Basically anything you could think of, she just and they were put it on highlighting the these things as if each of them was good, <laughs> when even individually they were all terrible. You know, like it's just to be like, okay, yeah, the purse is a crotch, but did we also mention that the sides are cheetah and there's weird snakeskin stuff? <laughs> we watched this for like twenty-five minutes. It was a long. Then time. it rolled over to a beautiful scarf. By the same designer. Same lady. She was, was already there. wearing one. She, she was, was wearing this, which I thought she had a tapestry oh, on Oh, we her. forgot to talk about why she, what she kept saying. This is the designer of the purse. Yes. She kept saying that this is a great purse if you live in jeans, but you can't get into your jeans anymore. Like, she said this a lot. Like, a lot. Like, she, like, what was the, you were saying? She was like, and you don't have to lay on the bed to pull these on. <laughs> Like, be, like, whatever weight you are, that's totally fine. It's a little weird in the middle of your QVC hawking of your own goods to be like, I'm unhappy with my body. <laughs> and here's a purse. Like, it's, you know, like, 
you know, it's just a, it's a weird. It was a weird sales technique. It's just a weird time for yeah. She brought it up a purse bunch. therapy. Yeah, it's yeah. It was like leprechaun purse therapy. Leprechaun purse therapy. Uh, yeah. So that was then she had a scarf. So she was making these scarves. She was she was already wearing one, uh, mm-hmm. and then she was describing how they made it, which is basically take a bolt of fabric uh, yep. that looks similar to silk. Um, in possibly the ugliest colors you could think of. Yep. So bright red, like a fuchsia, and then like bright red scarf, tan, and then tan. like a yeah. dirty dishwasher, dishwasher, dishwasher pink. <laughs> yeah, dishwasher pink. Like, you guys know. know what I'm talking about from like Barbie's Dreamhouse and stuff. <laughs> but from like '82. Now it's like real dirty and smoky and gross. Yes, you know what I mean. It's been around for a while. It's really, you're ugly talking fabric. about an old dishwasher. Yeah. Not a new one. Because <laughs> a new one would Why be a good color. Why don't we sell this stuff? We that's should. That's a very specific... I wish that that's how they had described every... <laughs> instead, it was like, instead of camel, if they were just like, okay, imagine dust. And it's been on your shoe, but it fell off. Now it's in your hallway. That's the color of this. <laughs> you know, like when you first get your car washed and your tires are sparkly? Yeah. Not that color, but like a... Three days later, that's what color black the scarf is. It's like a tire to put around your neck. Um, which sounds like a real terrible way to go, a tire around the neck. It's a real and then right terrible in the way to go. Um, but, uh, <sighs> yeah, she was hawking these scarves. And they, and they were showing who makes them. She was like, and these are made by hand. But they kept showing pictures of the people's hands. Now, I'm going to be real with you. The women on QVC were white. Super white. White women. The hands that were making these scarves. Rhea, were they white? They were not white. Not white! No, they kept showing, like, Bangladeshi hands. I guess I would describe that color as anyone who's not white. Right, yeah. <laughs> Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. I was just going to say, never mind, I'm not even going to say it. Um, I was going to say like a moderately racially charged color. Not going to say it. I'm uh, going to stick away from that. Um, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> then, don't, don't tread there. Here's That's a the tire best part. Here's, That's a callback to the tire thing I was doing a minute ago. Here's the best part. Uh, between, so then after that, it cut to, they were like, coming back on QVC pretty soon, some other stuff, gems, things like that. And they said, but in the meantime, while we're getting stuff ready, head over to our website. You guys. <laughs> the whole premise of QVC is that the internet does not exist. You know what I mean? Hey, like, don't shop you at home. Because it's like when it was first popular, it was like popular with a bunch of different people who want to shop at home. Right. Now, because of the three main tenets. Quality, value, and convenience. Am I right? You- did I just blow everybody's mind by what QVC stands for? I don't know that's what it stands for. You guys, VH1, Wait, can video I? hits one. Doesn't anybody know this? PVC. What's PVC? Do you know PVC? PVC is polyvinyl corporate. I don't know. <laughs> she had it till the end. Corporate would never have been true. Polyvinyl corporate. <laughs> polyvinyl carbonate. Yeah. That's probably it. <laughs> but the corporate version is like, it's right. a pipe, but it's just got a tie. It has a polo shirt on. <laughs> and, and a nice pair of shoes. Yeah, it can't wear this tie too long. Oh, and then the female ones have a, have a jeans purse. Um, anyway, so, uh, 
Yeah, they the so QVC, which was it, it only really exists till now because there's like people that maybe don't have the internet or they're just like uh, you know like it's just like I think it's we think it's old probably older people right yes. that are just like well you know computers don't exist so here's this, <laughs> but the fact that they advertise their website on there thus like potentially narrowing the focus of even this tiny. <laughs> of the population that's like, I'm still pretty into buying stuff on TV. (laughs) Like, we had to watch 45 minutes of television to really get the material to talk with you guys tonight. Right. It's dangerous for them to put that internet... It is. We could have saved a ton of time with Geico. I mean, we could. And And insurance even more. (laughs) Insurance would have cut that even further I believe insurance stands for electronic insurance. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case. Rhea, I think I have spotted a new continuing segment on the show, which is Rhea tells us what those little things stand for. Those little things mean. I can't remember what they're called. (laughs) You know, like a standing in for thing. You know that thing. Yeah, an anagram. That's not what they're called, but I was going to, who cares? (laughs) Initials and stuff. Yeah. Monograms. Letters you put on a What's shirt. What's the word for that? Acronym. Should have known that. I don't think it's acronym. Actually, it is. There, that's not true. But you are from... <laughs> but you are from Akron. I should have known. So that probably makes sense. As you, I don't know if you guys know this, but the it's like, it's like the if you ever see a, a license plate from Akron, Akron has its own license plates. If you ever yeah. see an Ak- it just says Akron, and then at the bottom it says Akronim with an explanation <laughs> point. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh... <laughs> yep. Rio Butcher, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Thanks, you guys. God, didn't even know she had that in her back pocket. Hey, we've got one final comic on the show. He is amazing. We are so happy to have him tonight. Let's hear right now from Mr. Matt Engelbretson, guys. Give it up for Matt. Thanks. Good to be here, guys. I was in a public restroom earlier today, and I was trying to see if a stall was open, and I looked through the crack in the stall and made eye contact with the guy sitting in the stall. I feel like that's a lot like if you're a sniper in war and you're looking through your scope and you see another sniper looking back at you and he's shitting on a toilet. It's a really horrifying experience to go through. You guys see my nipples? Tying the show up in a bow, starting with nipples and in with nipples. Mine are attention whores. They just want to get out there. I was, in, I was just in Denver. I was doing some shows in Denver. And I like to eat at local restaurants when I go there, but I, I always like to Yelp them first. And then I like to read the worst Yelp reviews. So I went to this place called Pete's Kitchen. I looked it up. Pete's Kitchen fans? <laughs> Funny, in Denver, everyone loved it when I said that. <laughs> L.A., too good for a... <laughs> I was at, so I read this review. <laughs> Two stars... Starts with, okay, period. (laughs) So it has a fun, kitschy sign and looks like a hometown favorite kind of place. It has its charm, small, old, but fun, kind of an open, old-timey diner kitchen. But, dot, 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 I had a pretty bad experience. Tell us more, John S. (laughs) 
I ordered a breakfast burrito supreme with half red chili, half green chili. Hold the tomatoes. And in parentheses, he wrote, that'll be important later. (laughs) Thanks for the foreshadowing. (laughs) My wife ordered an omelet, parentheses, add tomatoes. Already tension. With hash browns. I told, the wa- I told the waitress, just take my tomatoes off my dish and add it to hers. We also wanted to try the biscuits and country gravy, coffee, and Diet Coke. And then he goes on and acts like a shithead for a little bit longer. Um, my coffee came in a dirty cup with super caked on lipstick. I thought it might be part of the ceramic, but I scratched it and it came off. Yuck. I sent it back. When I got the bill, I was a bit surprised to see they had added 220 to add tomatoes. Since I had subtracted tomatoes and my wife added tomatoes, it was a net zero sum of extra tomatoes. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm a shithead. So I went there later and ordered 220 worth of tomatoes. That's the end of that. I finally decided, uh, after a lot of thought, put a lot of thought in, that I'm going to never eat meat again. I'm a vegetarian now. Thank you very much. But I am still going to kill animals. <laughs> Just so killable. I'm going to start my mornings off with a tofu scramble and then go shoot a cow with a gun. <laughs> I, uh, I was thinking lately, I feel, like, uh, I feel like we have a lazy generation, that our generation is very lazy. But my dad was my age. He had already married and had two kids with my mom, you know? I haven't even made it to second base with my mom yet, you know? <laughs> it's just like, okay. Uh, Time Magazine had this cover article a little while back that called our generation the narcissistic generation. Narcissistic generation as opposed to our grandparents' generation, which is the greatest generation. <laughs> greatest generation fought in World War II, killed Hitler, came home, and then just started calling themselves the greatest generation, which is a little narcissistic, I think. Because also Hitler was in that generation. You know what I mean? He's the same age as them. One of the greats, Hitler. Do a joke. This is like a fun little, like an old-fashioned, I don't know, an old-fashioned, but it's a type of comedy joke where I'm going to ask you a question, and then you'll go, what? And then I'll answer the question, okay? All right, so here's a question. What is the most important part of comedy? Timing. I, uh... Trying to save money? Trying to save as much money as I can. I recently saved a bundle on my car insurance by canceling my car insurance. It's a lot cheaper than Geico. My new financial goal in life is to uh, save enough money to have a child, but then to just not have a child, and then all that money goes straight to me. (laughs) Children are financial burdens. They just suck, they just take it all away, they contribute nothing back. I feel like it's time to bring child labor back, is what I'm trying to say. Child labor had a great run for a long time. It got a little out of hand during the Industrial Revolution. We just need to place some rules, some new rules in place to make child labor feasible again, and I have those rules. Rule number one, no overtime for the children. Unless we're, like, super behind on the orders. And then, you know, you got to pick up the slack. 
Rule number two, if a child loses a limb, they don't have to do child labor anymore. Simple as that. And rule number three, let's just have fun. Okay, that's uh, the main thing. I had to, uh, I, uh, when I flew back, I was thinking that I almost feel like I'm going to find love in an airport. Like so many people are like crossing paths. I'm always like, maybe there's someone here for me. Like if I'm seated next to a cute girl on a plane, I'm like, maybe she's the one. And then I pull my signature move of not speaking to her for the whole flight. <laughs> I heart the armrest. <laughs> I had to break up with a girl a, a few weeks ago. We had gone out five times. I called her on the phone to do it. It's, there's, there's a weird period when you, when you know you're going to break up with somebody, but they do not know that you're going to do that yet, and it just feels like you're kind of lying to them. Like, she texted me that day and was like, hey, how's your day going? I was like, good. How's your day going? And she was like, good. And I just wanted to be like, not for long. I'm about to ruin your day. Get ready for it. It's coming. Thank you very much, guys. I'm Matt Ingebrigtsen. your night. Take care. <laughs> Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, Yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. (laughs) Jesus. I mean, Jazos. (laughs) Ruler of the Eighth Circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.